Welcome to Applied Dungeoneering, the D&D 5e actual play podcast that you can watch on primetime television. I'm Josh, the Dungeon Master, and I'm joined as always by my friends and co-hosts. We have Daniel here on at five o'clock central time. I think you mean everybody's favorite sports ballcaster, Dan Ferg. Explosion in the background. All right, so today we got the uh, San Diego Plip Ploppers and the um, in the in the uh, uh, in, in Indianapolis Doofs. So uh, <laughs> get ready for some sports ball. Woo! No, I did not expect to hear from Dan Ferg today. Must have brought it back. Dun, 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 dun. So that was cool in the nineties. This is twenty twenty one. Sorry, I'll go. Well, anyway, Janelle's here too. And uh, she was originally meant to air earlier, but sadly, we had to reschedule to fit Nate in. Yeah, I mean, my ratings haven't been as good lately, so that's that's fair. It's all good. It's fine. I'm not sad. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay, Janelle. You're not alone. Because guess what? Nate's here, and we thought he'd be great, but the ratings don't lie. Yes, worship me. Everyone knows they love a psychopath that somehow has killed the least number of people in this entire group. Are we talking about Jasper or Nate? Because now I'm confused. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, because if we're talking about the D&D group, then yeah, maybe Jasper's killed the less. And, and I mean, in our real group, by far, Nate's killed the most. By yeah. far. <laughs> I mean, I have 152 confirmed in COD. Confirmed. <laughs> 1v1 me, COD only. No and by God. God, he does not mean popular video game Call of Duty. He means fish. He's a yeah. very efficient <laughs> fish killer. Exactly. 1v1, He's me, bro. avid fisherman, and not a lot of people know this about him, <laughs> but that's okay. I do love fishing so much. I just wish you wouldn't use dynamite, Nate. <laughs> that's, why <laughs> show is so un- that's why he's so unpopular on the network. People don't want to see dynamite. I switched to electric fence fishing. Works so much better. You throw the nets in and reel them back out. Oh no! What have I done? Well, that's a show I'd watch. Well, Joel's here too, and uh, sadly, we had to cancel that before the pilot even aired. Had something to do with uh, the power going out because someone was using it to go fishing. (laughs) Well, yeah, that, and apparently, according to the network, people. You know, the the focus group didn't like a show where someone cooks using only their feet. I, you know, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think I think a different network would take that, but not primetime. Yeah, well, it's just another setback for my dreams. But, you know, I'm sure it'll work out someday. It's OK, Joel. And when it does, I will watch you make food with your feet. Mm hmm. Well, thank you, Josh. And finally, we have AJ. And we already have a sequel series in the works for him. That's right, Called Anatomy of a Failure, Part 2. Oh, that's the name they stuck with. Oh, I thought it was going to be, you know, the the Starlight Saga, but that's that's fine. Um, It'll probably be something like that. I mean, I think the the thing I just said is already taken, so... (laughs) I mean, I got a call from the lawyers earlier, and uh, they weren't too happy. So sadly, my title's not going to stick. 
more likely we'll be getting the the one you wanted. Yeah, which infuriates me. It's great. Hey, did, did, did you know you you know what I submitted? Uh, I don't think I want to know what you submitted. It said the title was AJ stands for apple juice, a silly name for a silly boy. Oh, that's actually not too terrible. Yeah, I'm very that's name for that's the name for his uh, BBC um, autobiography. <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be pretty great. It's a good expansion. You know, the the original uh, movie went over like as averagely as possible, so the networks just sunk their teeth into it like a blood sucking vampire that they are, and we're just gonna roll with that for like six more, no matter what people say. So I mean, I'm I'm just guaranteed income, you know. Well, no, those those are some aspirations, AJ, and, and uh, I appreciate that. But you know what else I've, we've got aspirations for? What's that, Josh? Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, I love Dungeons and Dragons. You're not going to ask us too. how we're doing this week? What the heck is this? Oh, you didn't get the memo? What? Yeah, the, the audiences don't like that because no one really gives good answers, so I had to cut that segment. Well, I could understand them not caring about what AJ did last week, but, but no, I, I always look forward to hearing what Daniel does because he doesn't talk to me otherwise. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, you know what? Maybe maybe we'll cut this part out um, for the audience, but yeah, sure. How, how's everyone doing this week? I mean, I'm doing good. I just, I mean, I, I personally, I, I submitted a, a, a request last week that... I, I just want to make sure it got addressed. Um, if you don't mind, Josh, if you could butter me up. <laughs> <Because Jesus. laughs> oh, yeah. Just finish it, just finish it, Daniel. Come on. Because I'm churning for adventure, Josh. Oh, yeah, I want to make sure that request got submitted. <laughs> well, since Daniel doesn't want anyone else to talk about how they're doing this week, um, I guess I will give a quick recap and then we will dive back into the action. <laughs> Sounds good. So last episode, you continued your harrowing battle with the Leshy and its summoned servants before you were finally able to bring it crashing to the ground in glorious defeat. Following this, you decided to take some time to assess your grievous injuries and decided to settle down for a rest. So after Gunnar set up a protective barrier using his magic, you all just kind of curled around a little campfire to lick your wounds, metaphorically. I, I don't think you guys are actually going to do that, but you get what I'm saying. So we will move back into this scene. You guys are deep in the forest at the edge of the valley. You're making your way up the, the base of the mountain. Not up the whole mountain, just a little ways up. And right now it is completely silent. There are no birds, no animal calls, like barely any sound from the wind rustling through the leaves. And you're all sitting around your small campfire with Gunner's magical barrier around you, the one that hides you from view. The smoke is able to just disperse once it hits the top, so don't worry, you're not in danger of suffocating in here. But you're all kind of banding yourselves up because that was not a not a good fight. Jasper's using his screwdriver to reattach an arm, and Theo's picking splinters out of the massive gashes across his chest from when the, the Leshy tore him a new one. And I think we're going to have you guys roll for your healing now. You guys can expend your hit dice since we did not do that last session. Hey, Theo, could you give me a hand? And I throw on my arm. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Oh, God! Jasper! Oh, I'll fix you! 
It's okay. Uh, stay calm. Stay calm. Oh, God. Gunner just kind of pulls out his pan flute very slowly, like, then hopefully this helps. And he starts playing a song of rest. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jasper, is this normal? Are you okay? As long as you don't give it to the dog, I'll be fine. Uh, okay. Uh, cool. Here you go. Oh, God. Thanks, buddy. And I put my arm around his shoulder with the other arm still attached, so it's like a ridiculously long. <laughs> I use it to reach up to your shoulders to like to give you a back scratch by using my arm of arms. <laughs> oh, actually, okay, that actually feels really nice. Oh, oh, yeah, right to the left, to the back a little. Oh, gosh, that was great. I can't reach back there because my muscles are too big. It just, that feels great. Oh. <laughs> so real quick. Some mechanical stuff. Uh, as a reminder, with my Song of Rest, if you spend even just one hit die, uh, you get to add one d6 to how much you regain. Oh hell yeah! And it's it's not per hit die. It's just it's just a single d6. But you know, could be a six. You never know. Yeah. I mean, that that could heal all of Jasper's hit points. <laughs> That's true. And some more. See, uh, with that D6 on there, I got, got pretty good. I'm almost to full health. Just a couple hit die. Nice. Yeah, I rolled pretty crummy on the D6, but I got really good on my um, on my other hit die. So I'm I'm almost back to full too. I still got plenty more. I'm at 19 out of 25 hit points. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> So what you're saying, Nate, is that uh, you feel so good you're going to tank on this next one? Oh, God. <laughs> sure. Oh, my God. I'll tell you. He'll distract him for one hit, and it'll be <laughs> glorious. Hey, that's, mean, that hit could take down Theo, so it's a good thing he takes it so, uh, so yeah. Theo can run in. Exactly, because Theo is the main character for sure. <laughs> All right. So you guys got the benefits of your short rest. You're kind of watching to make sure nothing happens, you know, nothing sneaks up on you, and you're totally in the clear. So you pack up your rest, you clean up your campfire so it looks like you were never there, and then I'm presuming when you're done with your rest, you dispel your uh, tiny hut. Yes, yeah, or uh, honestly, as soon as somebody tries to walk out of it, it automatically ends, so either or. Oh, okay. I imagine Fio's just like, oh, like a butterfly, and he like jumps over to grab it. And it's like, no, Fio, if you weren't to, ah, oh, God, and I'm not, I'm not gonna put it back up now. It's fine. I'm, I feel better anyway. All right, so you guys pack up and you start moving, and you make your way further up the path. You get out of the small ravine you're in, and get back to a spot where the trail's starting to ascend the mountain again with the 20 foot like rocky cliff sides towering above you as you wind your way through the forest and as you get to the edge of this ravine you look out you see the path give, makes kind of a switch back um, along the edge of this cliff kind of makes this u-shaped alcove with the rocks and cliffs kind of cascading down and trees kind of growing up to fill all the the space that's been given to them. Um, There are multiple sections where it looks like the cliff is kind of given away and fallen, just like before. And also just like before, uh, people have constructed short wooden bridges 
across these areas, allowing for safe passage. But that's not the only thing, because in addition to these cliffs and ravines, there are also crumbling ruins. A couple buildings look like they're just made of a sturdy stone and have kind of worn down over the ages. Um, one's on the same level as you, and next to it is a crumbling staircase that leads 20 feet up to an upper level where you can see the remains of another building. They look very, very old. Does it look like there's anything left behind other than just, like, the structure itself? Uh, you can't tell from where you're at because you're a fair distance away. Ah. But, like, they come into your view as you leave the ravine. I think Gunnar gets suspicious, and he's like, Oh, no, I, I'm, I'm not going to get this some tree or something sneaking up on me this time. And, he, and he's going to pull out his short sword and kind of keep it, keep it close to him. Yeah, I think Theo follows suit. He'll, he'll have his axe out and seeing the tree close to the close to that area and he'll just kind of creep forward keeping his eye out for anything that moves okay Theo can you give me a perception check cool 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 yeah totally I can do that that's that's definitely something he's good at for sure <laughs> at least he aspires to be good at that actually I think everybody I think you guys can make a group perception check for this one oh thank you so as long as long like Two O can't. Do, well, actually, yeah, fine. Two O can do it. If at least three of you succeed, Ooh. you'll be good. Does a does a nine succeed? <laughs> uh, is mayonnaise an instrument? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, fine. I'll put my I'll put my hand down. I, I got a twenty-two. <laughs> Theo got a twenty-one. Look at him. I got right? a three. <laughs> Eleven. What did Tuo get? <laughs> Tuo got a 14. All right. So as you guys are walking forward, you start to hear voices, like collectively as a group. Like you can hear voices further ahead, kind of like across the U where you guys are at, like over the two bridges after it switches back around, uh, you hear just casual sounding voices talking. Like, not shouting, not yelling, just talking. Okay. Fia will hold up a hand to everybody and, and, and gesture them to kind of hunker down. He's going to kind of crouch and keep his eye out to try to see where, where they are and kind of creep around a little bit, trying to stay really low. Okay, so, give me a stealth check. This is definitely another thing he's very, very good at. Sure. Go. Oh, my God, that's a natural 20. Look at you, <laughs> sneaky <Plus> boy. <laughs> I think at this point, Gunner's panicking. He's like, where did Fio go? Oh, no. <laughs> All right, so Fio, you're able to sneak forward very quietly, and you look across, and you can see there is a group of people on the far side. Oh, my God. There are four elven warriors standing on the far cliff. You can barely see them because you're looking over a long distance, but they look like they're pretty well outfitted. Probably got some metal armor. Uh, they're decorated very heavily with furs and some feathers, like big feathers, possibly like from a griffin or a knight for us. Oh boy. And their pronged antlers are sprouting from special slots in their helmets, so they kind of rise into the air and give them an even more intimidating vibe especially since they all have like between four to five prongs on their antlers, meaning they're about like 
in the middle of an elf's lifespan, so basically at their prime. Oh my god. And they all have longbows slung across their backs, uh, short quivers of arrows hanging from their side, and they're all wielding in their hands great axes. Oh, jeez. And they they just look like they're casually walking, almost like maybe like they're a patrol group of some kind. And they haven't noticed you yet, but if you guys stay where you are, they are slowly going to make their way around the you on the cliffside and get to your position. Like, they are strolling very slowly. Like, they look like they're not rushing for anything. Okay, so it doesn't seem like they're on guard or like they're they're looking for anything in particular, just walking around, like you said, on a patrol. Okay. Uh, I think Theo will, will quickly turn back um, and make his way back to the group, but he'll start gesturing, saying, uh, you know, like four fingers for four people. Uh, so he'll, he'll make, like, hand gestures around his head, try to do antlers, and then realize he really doesn't know what he's doing, and <laughs> walks back anyways, <laughs> and, and goes back to whisper, um... Uh, so there's like, there's there's four, four people up front. Uh, they're kind of coming towards us, but they look like they're, they're like guards. Kind of thing. They're elvish, elf, elvish warrior, warriors. Um, uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm sorry. I'm not good. I I don't know what I should hey, tell f- you. There's, hey, there's four. Theo, Theo. In, in in the future, just tap your ear and and I'll I'll do the message. Oh I'll right. Send you, you a message. The thing. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. Right. AJ and Theo forgot that was a thing. <laughs> That's okay. The, don't worry. I think I have AT and T out here, so it's no big oh, deal. Oh my god! Yeah, not sponsored. Yeah, and, and just like a, just like AT and T, someone's listening in on your conversations. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Remember, remember that? Remember that? Uh, Last time you used that message spell, you could tell someone was listening in on it. Oh yeah, oh, that that's right. right. I did forget. Yeah. I forgot about that. Okay, well, I never thought mind. so. So that's why I thought I'd remind you. Thank you. Uh, but it, it looks like they're not... I don't think they're, like, hostile. They're just kind of walking around like a patrol. Oh, we need to hide, then. But why? Are they out looking for us? Yeah, Fio, we killed some of the people. We, we, I mean, assuming that this is... Well, I, I, mean, I guess I don't brigands, know if they... I thought. I thought they were, like, general outcasts. Well, those brigands were from Dear Hamins, I was pretty sure, so... Well, that's where we're going. Well, yeah, but bandits are from somewhere, but you don't see towns rallying around bandits. Okay, well, how about this? Why don't we hide first and then negotiate whether or not we should be hiding? How's that? I mean, I guess. I just... I mean, all right. I think, I think that's a good idea, because if they are surprised, what if their first uh, thing they want to do is attack? So let's just hide, feel out the situation, and then decide, yeah? Oh, okay. Okay, they do seem pretty scary. They they look like they know what they're doing. I saw like the, those feathers like from the for us head, you know, they they have some. So Josh, can we see them now from where we're at? Um, now that you guys are all hiding, you guys are like nestled in the bushes and trees. Like you're like it feels like pointing out. You can like barely see them, and like now you can kind of like hear their voices carrying just a little bit. And you know that you can hide in a couple places. You can run back, try to hide somewhere in the ravine. You can scale the wall up to, like, hide above, or you can try to scale down to kind of hide lower down if you wanted. Um, There are multiple options. Probably can't, you know, you probably wouldn't be able to hide if you moved forward. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, ba basically that's what I was trying to figure out is if, um, so I know you said there were some wooden bridges. I was trying to figure out if it was possible to move forward enough to run into one of those ruined buildings without being seen. I will tell you it would be hard because there aren't really trees growing around the bridges because like they're big like cracks in the cliff like where it's kind of fallen away so it's all open so you would literally be clamoring across a wooden bridge. If you could make a distraction maybe you could but just going right across it doesn't matter how good your stealth skill is you're most likely going to be seen because they will just literally see you. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I can just do the thing in Skyrim where I just, like, shoot my bow somewhere else, and then they all walk over there, and then I just, like, go really quick. <laughs> Don't you have I a mean, message, though? you joke spell? about that, but... Or minor illusion? Just throw uh, your voice. There you go, there you go. No, I don't, I, I, I don't have that. <sighs> I guess I can do it, then. <laughs> remember, remember, Nate, it's a range of 30 feet. Yeah. Um, I think Theo will pipe up again. I, I think we should go up. Because they got bows, and I think if we went down, we'd be at a bigger disadvantage if we had to fight. That's that's true. That's true. I I, I agree. We got to make a decision now. So they are getting a they are getting a little bit closer. They are, as you guys are talking, they walk, and they are at the end of the second bridge from you guys. Okay, we we gotta go like now. Let's let's go over here and climb up. And he what? motions backwards uh, over there. I could just greet them. <laughs> well, so that's what I thought, but Vez got all weird about it. Oh, okay, that. well, yes, let's leave them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, You're so, so agreeable. I I, <laughs> I really appreciate it, honestly. So uh, I think we run back like another ten or fifteen feet to get around one of the corners and start clambering up. Yeah, is that good with everybody? Yeah. I think that yeah. sounds good. Okay. I mean, I think it's all we have right now. Yeah. So we're going to clamber up to some trees above us. Okay. So you are at a part of the wall where it's 15 feet up. So okay. you know, like, you'll be able to help. You'll, you'll be able to use the help action to help your allies move up. And then whoever goes last. Actually, nah, nah. You'll probably be fine. Yeah. Whoever goes last won't be able to have the help action used on them. Okay. okay. And you said it was a strength check or athletics check to get up? It's an athletics check using strength. Correct. Okay, I think then Fio will offer to help everybody else up. That's probably the best. Yeah. <sighs> Makes sense. So, do you just want all of us to go ahead and roll at once, Josh? Yeah, go for it. Oh, boy. I got a 15. Oh, I got a 17. 14. I got a natural 20 minus one, 19. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you're all able to get up, but Jasper falls down, and he takes two points of falling damage, and he lands on his butt, <laughs> and the troop of warriors is getting closer. They've almost crossed the first bridge, and they're making their way to the ruined buildings. So am I above or below? Uh, you're still at the bottom. You have to make another check to get up. Here we go. I'll just cast invisibility then and cast it with subtle spell. Oh, well, Jasper, you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Theo's like getting ready to help you up and he just does not even notice you disappear. But where'd it where go? He's so good at this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then Theo's just going to go because he doesn't have time. He trusts, he trusts Jasper. Okay, that's not bad. Plus athletics. 
that is a 16. Yep, 16 is enough. You're able to clamber up as well. So now everyone except for Jasper is hiding up on the upper level. And you're looking around and you realize Jasper isn't there. Oh, no. Um, guys, I lost Jasper. I, I love how Fio just scrambles up and then looks back and he's like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I lost Jasper. What do you mean you lost Jasper? Like, Fairfoot, he could, could he, he have was gone? was there and I turned around to help him up again because he fell and he was, he was gone. Okay, you know, you, you know what? Jasper can take care of himself. I thought I'm he was sure up here. That's fine. what I thought, but then he's not up here. What if he's dead? Jasper, are you down there? I'll cast message that up there and just have it whisper, I'm fine, just invisible. <laughs> and uh, once again, when you cast this message spell, you can like get this weird feeling. Like you know like something is listening. Huh. Never casted message. Do not know this was going on. Intriguing. And here's the thing for Jasper. It feels strangely familiar. Mama? <laughs> <laughs> no, Nate, it's that, that, that's too familiar. Super, go go oh. back a little bit. Oh, sorry. Priscilla? Is that you? <laughs> Priscilla! No, Jasper, Jasper so can't quite put his finger on it, um, but... It's just like whatever it is, it feels familiar. Not like a familiar presence, but like the a familiar situation. So I, I guess we'll just probably like situate ourselves up there and like just try and hide in the trees. Yeah. Or just like lay low, lay on the ground maybe. Yeah, it's probably good. I'll prone. huddle near somewhere like that's pretty good to hide if I can, like near the cove. Call him Chameleon Bot. Okay. <laughs> karma, Karma, Chameleon Bot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All so, right. So, so we'll go prone, I think. Yeah. Okay. So everyone who managed to get to the top is going to be completely fine. But since Jasper is invisible, as this group of elves walk past him, he is going to need to make a stealth check. Do I get advantage or do I get a plus five? I don't remember. You get advantage because you're invisible. Don't they also get disadvantage to find me? Because they rely on sight too? Yes, because you are heavily obscured while you're hiding. So what did you get, Nate? <laughs> An 11. <laughs> Is that with your dex? Plus zero, so oh boy. 110. 110, all right. Yeah, there you go, Nate. <laughs> All right, so the troop of elves are walking past and they stop for a second and kind of look around. And one of them walks over and he looks at the cliffside. He's standing like right next to Jasper and he's just peering at the cliff and then points at something. And one of the other elves comes over and they both start chuckling and Jasper sees he's pointing at some bird poop. <laughs> oh, man. I swear if this ruined my nice clothes they're dead all the birds <laughs> you do see there's a little bit of bird poop on your, no! on your cloak oh, it's no. very fresh that was 50 gold <laughs> I love how that's what Jasper's freaking out about in his head is like oh my god I can't believe how much money it's gonna take to clean this dude you have to get to ye old wizard dry cleaner do you know how much that costs <laughs> 
Oh yeah, yield wizard dry cleaner dried my pockets clean. I'll tell you that's what they it did. It did. Every elf must pay, and every freaking bird must pay. No, oh, no. Oh my god. All right. Well, they don't see Jasper. So after after having a chuckle, they fall back into line, and the group continues to walk past you, and you kind of see them. You wait a little bit, and you see them eventually kind of disappear into the ravine that you had come up from earlier. Whew. Yay, we did it. Oh, my God, that was successful. I do not need an oil change anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Uh, I think we're going to slide back down and moosey on. Mm -hmm. Jasper, are you here? Jasper. Boo, Ah! and I go on invisible. Ah, Jasper, are you... You're okay. I forgot you could do that. Is I'm that not okay. Look at my shirt. Look at it. It's it's, <laughs> uh, it's a shirt. What what? I mean the dirt. There's bird poo on it. Oh, um, yeah. That's that's a thing. I swear, if you say spit shine is the method to clean it, <laughs> I will not talk to you for the rest of the day. No, I, no, that's gross. You, no. Um, I, I just, uh, no, it, it's, I was just gonna say dirt, but that's, you know, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> oh. Theo hears kind of, not a loud thud, but a thud behind him, because I guess the other people were just, like, sliding down, but because Vez has, like, slow fall, she, <laughs> she just jumps. Vez, <laughs> <laughs> yes, don't do well, it! <laughs> well, no, everyone else is gonna have to make a check to climb back down. Oh, okay. Um, she just jumps, she's like, Yeah, eh. Vez just thumps down. <laughs> Come Sorry. on. Okay, I, I I got a 22. I did pretty good. Okay, yeah, Gunner does a really cool slide. Aegon's <laughs> uh, just going to keep walking around up here. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to walk to the, the staircase that's maybe 50 feet up from you guys. Yeah, well, assuming you can get over those walls. Yeah, I, I think it's a crumbling wall. Okay. I think you're able to kind of, like, find a, a break in it and... Uh, get through. Yeah, he's gonna do that. <laughs> I, I think Tuo is gonna follow him uh, as well. I don't think he's gonna try to go down the hillside. No, I'm gonna kick the dog down the hill. <laughs> what? No! <laughs> Why? Well, what did Theo get for his his check? Oh, sorry, I forgot to do it. Uh, give me a sec, give me a sec. And then, then we'll get to the dog kicking, but... Okay, uh, Theo got a a 14. Theo slips and falls. Oh, come on, no! <laughs> It's way easier to go down, right? It's easy to go he's, down. Well, that's the thing is, though, it's pretty far down, so he's trying to climb, but he grabs a loose rock. Oh, no. And I just rolled a d20 instead of a d6 for falling, so you I don't think you want to take... Right? I don't think you... No, I got a 12. I don't oh, think you want to take that. Okay, well, a four is not too bad. So, yeah, he falls and kind of tumbles down and takes four falling damage. Uh, but, but before he hits the ground, he rages. Don't only take two. <laughs> if you want to use up your rage, sure, go for it. No, no, oh, no. Oh, my no, God. Kidding, don't kidding. say... I'm kidding, I'm kidding. See, so he kind of tumbles down and hits the ground with a uh, much louder thud than Vez's. Ah, my tuchus. Are, are you okay? No, my pride. Just because I jump doesn't mean that you can. I have an ability that <laughs> lets me not hurt myself. What? Like, like you can fly? No, I just fall slower than everyone else. No way. Yeah. What if I just like pick you up and like threw you up like five feet? I'm, I would be fine. Really? Hey, don't 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 worry about it, Vez. You know, some 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 people 
it takes time for them to fall the, at the same rate as everyone else, you know? <laughs> what? No, it's no shame in being a slow faller. I <laughs> land on my feet instead of my butt. And next time you land on your butt, I'll remind you of this. And she just kind of gives him a look. <laughs> Gunnar smiles. He he knows he accomplished what he wanted to accomplish there. <laughs> it's being annoying, yes. Exactly. Ah. <laughs> okay, so we go meet uh, uh, Aegon and Tuo over by the, the building? Yeah, I think so. Go across the bridge. Cool. Josh, how old are these bridges? Uh, these wooden bridges look like they are actually pretty well maintained. Oh, cool. Okay. Some of the wood looks like it's a little bit older. But it looks like they are replacing like stuff as it rots and goes bad. Like these are meant to last, and then the the buildings look like they are just ancient. And as you're looking through them, you do notice that like even though they're like kind of old and crumbling, you're not finding like rubble on the ground or a ridiculous amount of moss growing on them. Like it looks like they are being taken care of, but like recently. Oh, and when I say okay. recently, I don't mean like days or hours i mean like years like they like they were they were left to crumble and just recently people have been taking care of them to make sure they don't crumble any further any goodies what well i it just if people have been here i just didn't know if people were like leaving things or like basically i i, I was i was wondering if there's any stuff there um yeah why don't you give me a uh, perception check you guys want to make a group perception check sure I got a 21. Did Theo got like a nine? I also got a nine. <laughs> 16. Tuo is sniffing around for food, so I think he gets advantage for that, yes? No. <laughs> oh, no, no, he gets advantage for perception checks that do with smell, right? No, uh, we're, we're looking well, for treasure. Well, this one isn't smell-based, so... Well, I, I just meant he was looking. <laughs> totally yeah, I don't even role. know where to go with that. No, he's I, yeah, for sure. Food. He, he's he feel finds some food. He finds like a rat or something. Yeah. You got a. You got a fifteen. No, he already to find found one rat. though. I wanted to he... roll. Okay, I want Tua to participate and use his abilities to his fullest. He never gets to roll with advantage for sniffing. Fair enough. <laughs> since uh, since Tuo didn't take part. Um, at least three of you did succeed. So you're kind of looking around and you do find kind of a small corner of the building. Looks like the, there have been some drawings made on the wall just using chalk. It's just like writings in Elvish. And there are some flowers left there. Can you tell us what it says? Because I know at least two of us understand Elvin. Yeah, it just says, in memory of our ancestors... May their memory pass on. Oh. So do you think these flowers are worth anything? Gunner! Gunner, come on! But, but I, I don't know what it says. Vez just read it aloud to everyone. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, fine. Were you not fine. listening again? He's a bad listener. I, I'm a selective listener. I, I, I listen to what I think is important. Well, you have poor selection. Okay, fine. I vote to take the flowers. Good. Thank you. No, no bad. <laughs> Tuo, what are you... Tuo, spit that out! Bad boy, no! Leave it! 
Oh, he found another rat. Yeah. And then, and then Tuo goes over and he pees on the wall where they wrote that. Right? <laughs> no, no, no. You, have, you can't do that. No. <laughs> I don't. I think, he, I think he does that. No, Josh, not you too. Starts washing off the chalk and it the chalk starts to dribble down. No. And it, it, like, for, a, for a moment, the words and the chalk almost look like a crying face as it just dribbles down <laughs> in streams awful. of white and yellow. Why? No, I'm just kidding. He doesn't do that. Oh, thank God. So what do you guys think? We should just keep on keeping on? March on forward? Yeah, I think we should try to make as much headway out of here as, as fast as possible, just so that we don't run into those guards anytime soon. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah let's, let's do that. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Nothing. No, it's, oh, it's okay. fine. It's uh, you. You sounded like that guy from that old Nutrigrain commercial. That's like, yeah, babies everywhere. <laughs> or or not, not, not the guy. The uh, uh, I'm sorry. The, the the woman. She's like, yeah, babies everywhere. For those Beautiful. of you at home, if you haven't seen that, look up old Nutrigrain commercial. Babies everywhere. Totally worth it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys are going to continue forward. Yeah. 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 All right. So you guys continue past this collection of ruins and you go across the second bridge and you follow the trail along the rocky cliffside and you round another corner the trail makes another sharp adjustment and up ahead you can see the trail just kind of stops because there's a massive ravine blocking the path and you can see the trail begins again after a like 50 foot stretch and luckily there is a sturdy wooden bridge across this 50-foot span, which will allow you passage. But the other end of the bridge is right in front of a stone watchtower, which is built into the wall of the cliff. And it rises just a little bit above it, like not high enough that you would have been able to see it from further down the trail, but like just high enough that if they looked out, they'd be able to see a good portion of the trail ahead. And just like the runes you saw before, this one looks like it it's had a good deal of like weathering. It's kind of falling apart and crumbling. But again, almost like it looks like it's been cleaned up in the recent years. And there's actually some wooden supports built into it to keep it from collapsing entirely. And as you're peering ahead, you can see at the top of the tower, there are two more elven warriors who are looking around and kind of scanning the area below. Um, uh, guys, I don't know if we can sneak past these guys. I think we're just gonna have to say hello. No, e easy. I, all, all you have to do is take something and uh, knock out one of the support beams. Isn't problem solved. What, what, why would we do that? They're, they're, they're just guarding the place. This is where they live. Yeah, and we're trying to break in, Fio. What, what do you think we're doing here? Why are we breaking in? I thought we were just gonna go try to, like, find those, like, the door or something. People, it didn't seem like this was like a hostile place. We just ran into hmm. bad guys. We'll see. I, I'm just saying. I'm. Th these are my ideas. Well, I mean, does anybody agree with me? Do, am I crazy? Like, I just thought that we just ran into some bandits and they happened to live in in Deerhamins. I didn't think they were bad guys. Tua barks an agreement in Theo's favor. See? See, he gets it. Yes, I must say we should tr try to get through this with as little 
hostility is possible. Because, I mean, okay. we're just trying to find the door, right? I mean, if we can find the brigands, you know, that's a bonus, but they're brigands. They're not like, they're not like these guards. These guards look more official. Those brigands, they were just jerks. Should maybe some of us climb up and, and maybe provide some cover for those who would like to say hello? It's uh, not a bad idea, I guess, but it might look suspicious. Well, if if they don't know we're there, then there's nothing to look suspicious then. I mean, sure, but then when you climb down after we say hello and they say, oh yeah, come on in, they go, oh, well, where are your friends? Like, well, here they come as they were hiding to take you out. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of suspicious then, right? Yeah, I, I guess so. I just uh, feel personally, I, I just, I, I don't want an arrow in my chest today. Well, stand behind me. I'm much taller. Why don't you guys pretend to be my servants and I am a noble going in and that you guys are carrying the equipment to sell. After all, I have a steed. I mean, that's not a bad idea, honestly. I mean, I'm not good at lying, but if you want to lie, I mean, sure, that sounds kind of fun. I mean, that's better than anything I have, so... Vez, yeah? yeah. Okay. Okay, we can go with that. Wish asked, granted. There you go. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I summon my steam-powered horsey. (laughs) I mean, it's better than than just going up and being like, hi, we're here because we want to see your door. (laughs) It's our destiny. It's our destiny to be here, so that's why we're coming into your home. (laughs) <laughs> I then also ch- look change myself to look like an elf. Oh, okay. So you are summoning your steampunk horse. Yeah, it just takes 10 minutes, guys. Hold on. <laughs> this might take a little bit. <laughs> I have to put some gears on the ground, you know, sprinkle some oil over it. Oh, my God. Dance I don't know a few if we times. have 10 minutes. So, Nate, are you going to take that 10 minutes to cast your spell, or are you just going to cast it? Because you do know that that patrol is out there, and you don't know how long it's going to take them to get back. I'll do it instantly. Okay. And are you still going to make the horse look super steampunk, or are you going to... <laughs> what would Jasper think would be it? If he makes it look super steampunk, it looks like he's an actual nobleman coming in to do trade, though. That's fair. That's fair. Does it, though? <laughs> or does it make him look suspicious? <laughs> All righty. But it would make me look really suspicious. Oh, but Jasper's arrogant. Oh. What's he do, man? What's he do? He'll make it look like a normal horse oh. that's like very well kept. His machine gun will come it's out very, later. It's very polygonal. It looks like it's from like a, an early 2000s video game. <laughs> yes, yes. That's the compromise. It looks like a polygon. Oh, no. <laughs> that's beautiful. I'm not going to hold that against you. I just think it's a funny image. It's got Porygon. He's just writing. It's just, just Pokemon Porygon. Porygon. <laughs> That's beautiful. It's just a robot riding on a Porygon. Yeah. Nothing weird here. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah, you, you well, conjure I mean, this a horse. right over there. <laughs> so you conjure this horse, and then you disguise yourself as an elf, and then you walk around the corner with all of your allies walking alongside you, correct? Yes, the only thing was I didn't know if Fez wanted to become a half-elf, too. Or she'll, or you elf. mean a whole elf? Yeah, she'll disguise yeah. herself as an elf also. 
Okay. So you and... round the corner and you see the two guards on top of the watchtower take a little bit to notice you. You manage to get all the way to like the bridge and you start to cross and you see their hands go to their bows on their backs, but they don't like draw them. They just they watch you, but they don't make any overtly hostile actions. I don't, I mean, I'll just keep going unless they stop because I mean, less talking means less, more chance to fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So at, uh, as you're crossing the bridge, like they keep their hands on their bows and they're watching you the whole time. But like the closer you get and the more they can see you, the more they kind of seem to relax until like finally one of them just like completely takes his hand off his bow, puts both of his hands on the edge of the tower and calls down to you. Hello, friend. What brings you to our neck of the woods? Hello, friend. I'm just here to do some trading. Oh, okay. I uh, I presume you didn't run into any troubles on the path? No, I did not. Thank you for your concern. Very well. Continue forward. Oh, my God. Be at peace. Thank you. Have a peaceful day. We, we will. And the other one uh, kind of like leans over as well he's kind of like looking down at you guys and he kind of nudges his buddy and his buddy looks at him and he's like alright and they both turn they look down so you said you're a trader right? yes do you also buy things? we've got some money yes you got something interesting? want to buy some weed? <laughs> <laughs> what? are you serious? Jasper looks up and says how much? No, they, they don't call it weed. They, elf grass. They, 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 no, they, no what, what the actual term is, it's, call, it's called elven spirit. It's kind of like a drug, um, but yeah, they, they, they offer to sell it to you. Usually it's used in religious ceremonies, but there are some elves who like kind of use it as a, like a recreational thing. It's not illegal. Like it's totally fine. I just thought it'd be really funny to have them <laughs> offer to sell you weed. Oh my God. That's amazing. Oh my God. I'll take some weed then. I'm a trader after all. <laughs> How much do they charge? How much? I mean, it's usually one silver piece per ounce. So they just they just offer to sell you um, ten ounces of it. All right. I hand them a gold. All right, and they they give you your your elf weed. <laughs> now I know if I ever need to extract information from an elf, I'll get them high first off of some elf weed. <laughs> oh my goodness. We brought bond, brother, with the elf weed. <laughs> Jeez, this is so, yeah, Nate. So uh, just just so you're aware, like I said, this is kind of like a religious type drug that they will use recreationally. But if anybody uses this, it has like no effect on them. But elves can get intoxicated by it. Uh? So like if you uh, if an elf smokes like a the right amount, if an elf smokes an, an ounce of this. They will suffer from the poisoned condition. Not as in like the bad poison. Like that's just how you like handle chemicals and alcohols in D and D. Um, but like you can you can actually intoxicate an elf with this. Oh, curious to know if it'll work on Gunner. Uh, technically, it would because lore wise, you're like biologically an elf. You just gave up some features to become a shifter. What about half elves? What about changelings? Do they get all the problems? It would not. It would not affect changelings. No. So that's. It would not affect changelings and half elves. It. It would like. 
mess with them a little bit, but nowhere near to the same effect that it would a full elf. And that's drugs with Josh for today. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was gonna say. I feel like we should open this up to a forty-five minute discussion about like what drugs affect which races. <laughs> oh my god! Well, if you really want to get into that, I've got a list. No, I think. All we right, should I gotta ask. Deer him in. I'm sure you do. No, 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 no. Is there no, a, a? Is this like in Futurama? Can I jack on in this uh, <laughs> like uh, universe, no. like with Bender? <laughs> what? <laughs> What? The jacket on? Remember? <laughs> Getting a, they they they, oh, they, they plug into like electric outlet or something. Yeah, like. can I plug into an electric outlet and give myself too much voltage? <laughs> you know what? You can you can tie yourself to a lightning rod at some point, and <laughs> yes, that'll that'll work. Jesus! Oh my god! So at least now I know I have lightning bolt resistance from the sky. Apparently, I just so get yeah. high instead of die. So after these elves sell you elven spirit, uh, they kind of wave you on, and uh, you guys are able to finish crossing the bridge, and you continue following the trail, and you follow it for a little bit longer. It continues to wind up further and further, and then up ahead, you can see there's smoke rising above the horizon, like from campfires and... Oh, okay just like a general village like not not like something that you'd be alarmed at. i thought theo had been here before us <laughs> Stop, no. no theo has not been here before but you guys begin to finish your ascent and right up ahead you can see the elven village right ahead hope you enjoyed this episode if you did share it and our other episodes with your friends family and co-workers your boss if you're daring visit our website to find your copy of a DD quick starter guide and feel free to join our growing community on the various social media platforms in the description there we discuss episodes dungeons and dragons and stem topics that we all love thanks again for listening we can't wait to see you here at applied dungeoneering some of the background music in this episode is from Monument Studios. Check out their other music at monumentstudios.net.